0: The Gold Circle is recorded on the land of the Yagara and Turrbal people, and we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to The Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleaker, and with me now that we're free... Luke Top. Hello. <laughs> and on the phone and still in quarantine, Abby McCulloch. Hi. Hi. How you doing, abs? This is what week? I don't know. It's week X. Hey, you really oh, can't yes. put a number on it.
1: Seven. So. End of week seven, I think. Ay, ay,
0: ay, oh,
2: eight. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surviving. I, like, I'm one of the lucky get ones. Get 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 get
0: get
1: Getting an income, whereas there's a lot of other people out there struggling. So I, I can't complain too much.
0: Yeah, have you, actually, question, Do you, are you running, like, netball drills, or like, online netball drills and stuff like that for any, like, of your coaching and all that sort of stuff?
1: Um, we are a little bit online. Um, so, we, like, we're running, we had just started this year some, like, term, full-term programs. So, that was 10 weeks long. You'd come along, get an hour and a half session once a week. And, like, they were going gangbusters. Mm. And then, bang, we had to lock down, obviously, yeah. for this term. So, uh, we gave those that had signed up like the option of either getting their refund or going to a more of an online format. So um, majority hung around for that, which was nice. Um, yeah. And then the other part is just my working from home with school, which is also just netball related anyway. So I'm head of netball um, at Westfield, actually at Westfield sports high school. And I'll say hello to the girls. Cause they did listen to the podcast. Ago, like, <laughs> Make sure you give us a shout out. So um, yeah, Aww. so I'm just,
2: what did they net think ball, of it? Because how ball. old are they? Should they be listening?
1: <laughs> Probably not. But these are my older ones. These are my ones in the in the top team, um, oh. my open team. But they they said that I sounded scripted. And I was like, what? Oh, oh really? Wow. You've wow. got a swell. I know. How critical. But, you know, you live and you learn. Wow. Global, global that's global some, feedback. like,
2: brutal feedback from young women. That's, that's <laughs> hilarious.
1: Lucky I like them.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, you're on the bench this yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to say, guess, guess who's not getting a run this season? Uh, Sally? Yeah, it sucks, huh? Poor Sally's never oh. going to develop beyond getting on the bench. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: I'm really lucky. All I'm doing is pretty much netball-related stuff. So, um, pretty much comes pretty easy to me, which is good.
0: Hmm. That's unreal. That's awesome. Look, as long as you're keeping yourself preoccupied and keeping yourself healthy. it's
2: Yeah. Who would have ever imagined this? I don't think anyone...
0: Yeah, it's tough. I don't want to go into it too much because we have a lot of positive. Oh, we, we have we a lot of positive let's, things let's to get talk out of the about, funk. and yeah. like half the country's is freaking. Locked. Yeah, let's get out. of You're it. listening, and you know what? You don't want to hear about this shit. You don't want to hear about the 100%. good stuff, which is netball, and the only good. thing You just about want to subscribe
2: sempre. to Abby McCulloch's foot in uh, only fans. Still, yeah, still, yeah. still a thing.
0: So <laughs> it
1: it should be thing, and if I start getting desperate and bored, it's going to happen. I think. <laughs>
0: Oh my oh god. god! I don't really want to think about Abby's feet. Okay, so now <laughs> we've got, we've got the three tier program today. Um, so what we want to do was we're going to start with the announcement earlier in the week that um, Nepal Australia have put in a, it's not a bid but kind of like a hey accept our fucking sport into the Olympics. So oh for yeah, a Brisbane thir- uh, twenty thirty two. Good lord, that twenty thirty two is so close, mate. It is. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it'll be Junior and I. Um and Emmy, so Emmy and I are going to convert to New Zealand um citizenship, and then we'll play in the mixed team. Yeah, okay. in Brisbane, twenty thirty two. Wow, this is a
0: huge announcement. <laughs> it is.
2: So she's going to play goal attack, yep, cool. and I'm going to play wing attack, and I'm just going to yeet it to Junior because really, Junior, yeah, what seven foot two? Who's unless even Liz Cambridge? She's six eight, so it's going to
0: be yeah. This yeah. is huge. What am I supposed to be doing then? You, oh, you, you y'all miss, didn't put I me know, on this fucking know. team. <laughs> I don't know. You can just. I
1: know. Oh, yeah, you've yeah. organized all this stuff to go to the Olympics without us. Sorry. Yeah,
2: what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you're. Mate,
2: I'm going to be like 52, by the time that comes around.
0: <laughs> so, They'll be like, Luke is. So, So, are you going to be coached by, like, robotic knowledge or something like that? (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. We're just going to, like, spend some time with her and just download everything onto an app of some sort. And we'll just have an iPhone by the court. Although, by that time, it'll be something, like, it'll be, like, some sort of Google Glass situation.
0: Mm, Yeah. Well, look, I'm excited to see what... I don't know what kind of ferns that you would be, the the silver ferns of something, or I don't know, mixed ferns, or whatever you want to call them. Um, But yeah, so Netball Australia announced (laughs) the mixed ferns. (laughs) um, So Netball Australia has obviously put in an interest, and it was backed worldwide as well, which I thought was a really cool little thing, like a lot of the netball associations and teams and stuff really got on board. Um, And so they basically put their hand up for the IOC to recognize netball as an Olympic sport. And I have a sneaky suspicion that it will be, which is excellent, mainly because there are sports in the Olympics that, I mean, I'm a fan of, but I'm like, why is this in the Olympics? Like mm. skateboarding, which also was fucking awesome at the Olympics. I'm not gonna lie, feels pretty good to win the gold. So, really, skateboarding rules.
2: Um, anyway,
0: um, that's beside the point. At the end of the day, this is a re- this could uh, potentially be an amazing development. But don't for
2: the sport, they want so. don't they want the AFLs in too? Aren't they talking? Oh, is it cricket?
0: It's cricket. No, it was cricket. Cricket. Was cricket. 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 Yeah. Right. So we've
2: got to stop the cricket.
0: I don't know how the fuck the cricket's going to work to be honest. So it's going to be well, like Brisbane, T T5. T- you get 5 Brisbane, overs that only.
2: Place because whenever the cricket's on I don't go anywhere near Yeah, don't like, go near the Gabba. Uh, that's like East Brisbane, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, okay yeah. that one. <laughs> the Gabba here. I don't yet. know. I've it's never like been. literally
0: two stadiums in Well, so, well the
2: Suncorp one I know. <laughs>
0: I went to a Coldplay concert. concert (laughs) Oh, so did I. Yeah, I went to the the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, Um, Yeah, look, so this one... I've only been there once. It's fine. It's a perfectly fine stadium. I don't do stadium.
2: the other sports with the angry men. I don't do it. Yeah, no one does a kind of boring
0: <laughs> Um So yeah, again, a huge development. Um, it's very, it's very, very exciting. I think you know we've always spoken about when the comm games come around. It's like where's netball? Why is netball not in the Olympics? And this is a huge step. And I think it works perfectly considering Brisbane's the host city for 2032. You know, like Australia is one of the netball capitals in the world. And um, this is a really, really good start. I I do wonder if I don't think they will, but I wonder if it's kind of a a split sort of thing, you know, where like, so with like the Women's World Cup for the for soccer, they're splitting it between New Zealand and Australia. So I wonder if it's like, if you want, I don't know, anyway, it's beside the point. Very interesting development, big news that came out during the week and it's really exciting to to see that netball. And I push. will
2: say the one thing that I am loving in this bid is that men's netball is included and they want to put it into the Olympics as a dual gender sport. Yeah. And literally the next day, netball Queensland were like, Entries open for an M League. So I did I expect see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You to play.
0: What? What? No, not me.
2: Yes, you're going to play M League, and then I'm like, mm, maybe I should play. Oh, M-league. this! Look
0: at him. He's like this. Oh, look, put Nick in, but also maybe I'll do it as well. Well, no, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm because st- I'm 34. The, the, I've still got time. Prob- I could play like a,
2: one season, but I want. Uh, maybe we're going to have to relocate Junior and have him because, like, I he, he's going to win it. For oh, me. I can. I can feed you. Can you imagine? Can. can you imagine feeding Junior? Yeah. Easy. Oh, but easy. I'd have but like 120 Nissan net points feeding like you. I, like I, like I feel like you'd get sent off for flopping, though.
0: Oh, we haven't <laughs> talked about that. Oh, my God, Abs, you got to hear. No, yeah, so, okay, full disclosure. Uh, so, Luke and I... I think oh, we no, talked we, about uh, it last we last week. Us playing, um, but we yeah we obviously played against one another and Nick's
2: real dirty and he flopped.
0: Fuck off! No, I no, don't. You Are do. You, you flopped a beat. Uh, okay, he was flop. selling
2: okay, it. Okay, okay. He flopped so bad and he was selling. it. And I'm like, no. you could have bought a house with that flop. Oh, you could have bought no. a house in Sydney on the fucking water with that flop that you just pulled. No. Anyway, the umpire was like, because mm, it's like, here we go. Anyway, and then no, at me for giving him crap. And okay. then um, yeah, it wasn't your fault. And then literally <laughs> the next play, he tried. he sort of like nudged me a bit anyway I literally flew through the air I like jumped landed on the ground oh like did a combat roll you did yeah yeah Yeah, legit and um, the umpire just stood there with the like mouth open just going what yeah, because I turned around and I
0: actually thought that I'd knocked you down. I was like, oh my God, actually. Yeah, because you were beating But a I didn't. I, me. I, no, I didn't. I was holding my space fucking perfectly. Thank you very much. Anyway,
2: I literally, I went about like two meters across onto the floor, like did a big jump and went, oh. <laughs> anyway, the umpire was literally like, I don't even know what that was. Play on. And yeah. we ended up getting the ball back, which was great. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, well I-, I don't know who
1: to believe because, you know, goalers they're pretty... Always getting They're around so the rules. For the umpires—they are so dirty, but they never get called up. So yeah, they never do. Believes.
0: Oh, you defenders make me sick. <laughs> yeah, two yeah, hands on get, the ball. Get out. Who cares what else happens? Get out of here!
2: If I came across your body and you're currently like hanging in the net, that's not my problem. I got two <laughs> hands on the ball. <laughs> I agree. That's it. That's legit how I play. Like, yep, I'm gonna. Yeah, you're you gonna get
0: hit. You are. You are one of my favorite defenders. To play oh. against because okay Here we you should see oh, Luke's, know, Luke's know, yeah. grin oh okay <laughs> so easy no but you're one of my favorite defenders and we'll get on to the, we'll get on to the dimes oh. in a sec but <laughs> you're one of my favorite defenders only because you're like your physicality and how you hold makes it really difficult for me to like try and like actually guard my space and like yeah so and then honestly you, when you were hunting for the ball. I was like, stop hunting for the fucking ball. Because yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, like, like let's pass it. And the moment you see it, you're out. Yeah. I'm like, stop, because like Luke just gets in the passing lane. Stop. Like, just pass mm. it to me and just trust that I'll get the ball. And put I put that on my and resume. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll just, yes. I'll just. Can I
2: have this as a sound? Yeah, it it will just be like on my Instagram.
0: You can send it to the US, uh, the USC Thunder. Like, <laughs> just letting you know, <laughs> that's my
2: audition tape for Emily. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, that I said something positive about you.
2: No, we do. I I really want to get a team together though. And we're going to have like mm. The best outfits <laughs> I'll see if I can get June. Surely Junior wants to come up Yeah play, Junior I right? know you're listening we'll You get do have me. a full time job But like Just leave that alone Yo, Yeah just give it up Work oh, no, no, Work do. from home In Queensland <laughs> Anyway, what oh, were we shit. even talking okay, about? We're,
0: okay, we're going to go on to the um, diamonds and the okay. diamonds development squad announcements. Yeah. That's that's okay. Um, People are so, just like, one on earth? Well, yeah, they literally just listened to five minutes of us whinging and other <laughs> about how much we flop on the court. Anyway, so yeah, read out the team. Okay, so, so. now I'm going to start with. Uh, do we want to? Do we want to talk? Uh, I'll announce the team and then we talk about that, or do we want to do both and then we can sort of discuss it? as well? No,
2: announce the squad first, okay. and then we'll deal with the development squad after that. Great. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: the Origin Australian Diamonds squad. Is Jess Anstis, mm-hmm. Sunday Ar-Yang, uh, Kira Austin, Caitlin Bassett, Ash Brazzle, Courtney Bruce, Gretel Wetter Verity Charles, Sophie Garden, uh, Sophie Garden, Sophie Garbin, Paige Hadley, Kimberly Jenner, Sarah Clow, Kara Conan, Kate Maloney, Amy Parmenter, Jamie Lee Price, Maddie Proud, Manny Turner, Liz Watson, Joe Weston, and Steph Wood. Where do we want to start?
2: Abs, you can start because yes. we've just been talking shit for however long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the first thing that I noticed was how big the squad was um, at 21, um, which I sort, of, I sort of guess it needs to be because there's a couple in there that are injured. So, you know, you've got to probably include them, but they won't necessarily be playing with Kira Austin and um, Liz Watson. There's a couple in there that I find a little bit surprising. I And there's a couple that are not in there that I find surprising. And I think everyone's on the same page. As me, and it's not just everyone is in YouTube, but everyone in general, I, I'm really surprised not to see Rav or Rav or Kelsey Brown in there. Mm. I was surprised not to see April, but then after reading it, obviously, she um, didn't put her hand up. Um, yeah, I, look. I, uh, I and just to be clear,
2: sorry, <laughs> we should be clear. Um, both of those players did put their hand up for that.
0: Kelsey and yes. Rav? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: And, you know, so they should. I think they've had great seasons. They've obviously both been part of the Diamonds for a very long time or for whatever, however long it has been. So, yeah, I'm really surprised not to see those two in there. Um, Yeah, I don't know what else you want me to say. I don't know if I can say too much else without sounding too mean.
0: Whoa. (laughs) That's... Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I think some. that's Ooh. a good segue.
1: For my opinion,
0: Abs, Abs has <laughs> some opinions which may or may not be shared by Luke. Luke, what do you think?
1: I um, have. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you look. tell them our opinion without me saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, look, I think we have to be realistic. This is the biggest problem I have. One of the biggest problems I have with netball is as a sport, we really like to hide away from controversy. We really like to bury our head in the sand and not deal with stuff that is important and people want to hear a response about. Um, I think obviously it's no secret that Stacey Marinkovic is the head coach of the Fever. It's no secret that um, Emma Kosh is the only player that was not included in the Diamond squad or the development squad that was available from Fever. Um, I think if we want Hmm. to evolve as a sport, um, we really have to take ownership of being transparent and open about issues of selection and I guess really anything to do with the sport. Um, Obviously, the midcourt was overly crowded. I think there was 32 players that play SSN that could have made... Basically, was available for selection for the midcourt. So, midcourt is always going to be our hardest one to select.
1: Mm. Um, it's also the only one
2: that doesn't really have a lot of imports, if any. So, they yeah, really exactly. are playing. Yeah, 100%. And I think um, it makes it really difficult when you've got a, you know, in this case, they've got an extended squad, but it's got to be really difficult to pick. And it's going to be incredibly difficult to pick who to put on the court in that final group. Um, I think it's 15 players that they're picking for Constellation um, with 12, obviously 12 and then three as uh, like if someone gets COVID and goes down, they can replace them. Yeah. Um, Mm. But I think as a sport, what I really would have loved to see, and I think Kelly's done an exceptional job, but I really feel like Stacey should have been on the front foot. Yeah. And just being open and transparent and went, these are the internal control uh, processes that we have in place that prevent me from selecting fever players in the diamond squad over and above everyone else. Um, And I think. But she has,
0: hasn't she? Uh, You said the only. Well, I mean, the only player missing from the fever that's available is Emma Kosh.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying she hasn't actually come out and said... Oh, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I got confused. Yeah. She hasn't actually come out and said, like, the this is the process we go through. And I think one of the biggest things that NEPL also does really badly is it doesn't give people an insight into those decision-making processes. So, like, for example, there's no way that there's not going to be controversy like she could have picked you know people have spoken about on social media Jess answers and Brody Charles it wouldn't really matter who from the fever was on that squad like if she'd picked Glasgow it would have been exactly the same storyline um so i think you know at the end of the day netball australia have to go on the front foot and be like hey let's actually do some video work of what goes into the selection process um Let's be very clear about what internal controls we have so that Stacey can't just pick her pet favourites. And I think that would have really given, I guess, the netball public a better insight into how they selected this team and why they selected this team. Mm. Um, Because I think based on... mm, Basically... Based on based on the season that we've had, there's no way in my mind if I'm a selector that Rav and Kelsey are not in that team.
1: Didn't um, Ann Sargent do a article with Netball Scoop about how the selection process occurred? Like, do you think that did. was their way of getting around that? She like, did. Here, we told you how it happened.
2: I know, but I would have preferred, like honestly, I would have preferred a, a some sort of you know like video like here, here I am telling Netball Australia what I would have preferred but um, <laughs> I think from a marketing perspective and quelling these issues is actually releasing that video, you know, maybe a few hours before they actually release the team with yeah. talking about the process that's in place and and facing up to it because I think the biggest thing is is they haven't really faced up to it by getting Anne Sargent to do the article with Netball Scoop, they're really trying to sidestep it um, and they're not actually dealing with it head on. But that's, my and that's exactly why they've
1: done it, surely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I, I think they just need to... You just need to... Like, Stacey, I've spoken to her heaps of times and there's absolutely no reason why she couldn't answer those questions. And I think if she did that, I think that people just wouldn't care
0: as much as they uh, do. I think... It's, it's interesting. And this is not a Dig It's Netball Scoop or Netball Post or any of our written word, um, you know, places that do excellent, excellent work. Shout out to all of those. <clears throat> but the, in this day and age, in terms of media consumption, right? Video, to be honest, works better because people attach themselves to that and they can see it. it's a visual, like it, they, they connect with it because 100%. it's insight, right? and. Having having seen other leagues and, and worked with other leagues and stuff in terms of like behind the scenes stuff about how like you know umpires and referees operate and all that sort of thing, this is a, one of those things that you can actually give an insight into the to to fans like new and old about the selection of an international team. You know, like you're, what what's the draft board look like that sort of thing? Because I know a lot of leagues. I th- I'm fairly sure, like the AFL does something similar in terms of like when they have like their draft night, they have like a little like one or two minute piece that goes, "All right, this is our draft board. This is who we're targeting. This is what we like. The- these are the holes in the you know for- in the Diamond's perspective. This like we we really struggled, you know, in the midcourt, So how do we adjust that? Because if Liz Watson can't play, what's that replacement? So on and so forth. And I think for me personally, I would agree with that, Luke, because I. No, and look, full disclosure: I haven't read the, the sergeant article on on NS. No, neither have I. And, and I, you know, and I will because that actually sounds pretty fascinating. The, the fact that there is some sort of clarification there, but I think, given and it may be budgetary, I don't know, but given the fact that if you actually allowed people to to come in and shoot, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be fifteen minutes. It can literally be three to five minutes, right? Of just. How Stace goes in and goes, all right, so these are where I think the deficiencies are and this is where our strengths are. So easily, bass, boom. Right? Mm. Um, you know, Steph Wood, boom. You know, tried and true method for the diamonds, of course we're gonna select him. Uh Kelsey and Rav, okay, injury cloud for Kels, I understand that. But she's had a phenomenal season, she's proven her health. This is why we select her or this is why we don't or whatever.
2: Yeah, but to be to be fair for that but but this is what I'm talking about is like we were quite critical of Kelsey and her timing to the circle earlier for sure. in the season. Yeah. I think we had that for the majority of the season too. Yeah, and, and I think that clarification is is what people want. I think this idea of you know that the vast majority of people who watch S S N or are, love diamonds is team girls and everything is just happy bullshit mm. is not true. Like people want to know why these players aren't in the team and why you made decisions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Off off the topic of the, I guess the controversy of the actual like selections and stuff. Abs, I'll get I'll get your opinion first. How do you feel about the actual selections for the diamond squad?
1: Well, I think, I think they've, based on the fact that they've picked 21, I think they've got a 15 people or girls that should be in that Constellation Cup squad. So I think in regards to that, I don't think, aside from the two we've already mentioned, and obviously April who didn't put her hand up, I don't think they've missed anyone. I think the, the squad is as large as it is so that they could get those people that they wanted in into it. But in terms of the actual selection of the squad, they've got the base there that they need, you know. Um, like the Sarah Clouds, like the Tara Conan, you know. They're all there. So they, aside, again, as I said, aside from those two that they missed, I don't think they've missed anybody else.
0: Yeah. I, 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 that's the same vibe that I got. I look at this side and obviously aside from the fact that Kelson Ravish probably should be in here, for me this this is a great looking side, really. Um, yeah. Very, my only concern really is the fact that obviously with the whole you know, with COVID and stuff, and the fact that things are moving around and players are still currently playing, what if fatigue comes into play and how this sort of how I'm very curious to see how, what the Diamonds program does to manage the mental health of these players, right? Because Absolutely. I feel like there is sort of mur- like murmurs, I guess, um, from th- like players and clubs and stuff of players just being fatigued mentally by the fact that they've had to state hop for half the season and then they're hubbing again and they're hubbing somewhere else and you know I do wonder what that sort of um, what the program actually is doing to ensure that their players are actually well looked after but in saying that I actually really rate the side I think this is a really really exciting side to to see go up against New Zealand Luke how do you feel?
2: Um, look, I think it's going to be very interesting to see who doesn't make that 15. Mm. Um, Yeah. I think, and again, there is this potential for a further fever problem with this whole situation. Um, if, you know, certain players are left out of that squad, um, one of the things that I haven't spoken about is the reason why I think it's important for that video as we spoke previously is obviously Fever, you know, being over the salary cap previously um, and you now have the Diamonds coach picking players. Um, I think the reason for having that transparency also allays fears of, have, you know, some of the Fever players, you know, are they being paid with Diamonds money to offset contracts with Fever? Um, you know, because it, it, it kind of creates this vacuum of like, where where does that rabbit hole go? Um, and I think by sort of addressing it, it sort of elates those fears. But um, it'll be interesting to see who actually gets selected. Um, and I think... Yeah, for me, there's kind of some big names that sort of I, I feel like are going to get selected regardless. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. Because, I mean, the other thing, you know, I there's been some players where I've wanted them to be selected in the Diamonds for ages. And it isn't until I got closer to the sport that I realized there were several reasons why they didn't get selected. Um, and, you know, it could be that they didn't gel well with people, it could be that they gelled too well with one particular person, and if that person got injured, then, you know, they're going to struggle to perform on the on the stage with another, you know, goal defence or goalkeeper or mm. whoever. Mm. Um, and all of that stuff comes into it, and we don't see any of that, which, again, NA would love to see what goes into that <laughs> that pot so that we can understand these decisions because, yeah... I, I think they are going to struggle um, against, you know, especially Grace um, and Tuiava, who, you know, if anyone watched that ANZ final, oh, they look they were unstoppable, they were outstanding, holy yeah. crap! And then you have got Karen Berger, who's turning so much ball over on, you know, such a great attack end. It's just if you're the Diamonds, you're just like. <laughs> Because um, you don't have timeouts, you don't have super shots, and you don't have rolling subs.
0: It's a different ball game. It's a different ball game completely. So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. Almost and I a think different
1: that's game. Yeah, that's my concern too. Who is actually going to make this quarter 15? And can they compete with New Zealand? Because if, if you think about the New Zealanders, like back in ANZ days, when, and this is no disrespect to those teams, but you know, when we used to travel over to New Zealand to play in ANZ days, like, we knew that the games were not going to be as tough as the ones we played back in Australia because oh, they didn't 100%. train at the same. They didn't train like we did, but they do now. Like, Nolene and the coaches over there now... Remember that ball speed? That trained. ball speed was so slow. Mm. Yeah, so slow. But now, they're training.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, well how I fit. never tried to
1: <laughs> but, Someone but, did, but it wasn't me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but how fit... This is the thing is, like, even the players on the bench... The fitness level has gone through the roof, and the ball speed has gone way up. That was yeah. that was the biggest thing I noticed from ANZ this season. Is I think we spoke about it last season that it had increased. I feel like this season it has almost solidified through the a certain roof level and then gone through the roof.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's so you know we're not we're not playing against those athletes anymore. We're playing we're playing against a different type of New Zealand, and it's scary exciting. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, it is incredibly exciting. Now, no, what were you going to say? Sorry, sorry. I was just going to say,
2: as I've said before, I feel like this is going to be the decade of the ferns.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you have. Feels like it. Yeah. (laughs) Feels like it. Um, But speaking of exciting, we want to talk about the development squad as well. So this is the Australian development squad announced alongside the Origin Diamonds, which is Mahalia Cassidy, Lara Dunkley, Tipper Dwan, Sophie Dwyer, Kate Eddy, Rudy Ellis, Matilda Garrett, Sasha Glasgow, Maddie Hay, Tara Hinchcliffe, Georgie Horges, Olivia Lewis, Emily Mannix, Tilly McDonald, Gemma Mai Lauren Moore, Hannah Mundy, Maisie Nankavelle and Alice T. Neil, Luke, let's start. How do you feel about this dev squad?
2: Um, if Fraser's not included, is she? No. 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 Um, which I Omissions. think is yes. kind of insane, um, unless she is like I don't know, throwing Gatorade bottles out the back and punching people. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say like, that's that's, like is, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a side that's a side of Taylor Fraser I've not heard of.
0: So. <laughs> well, this is a,
2: you know some clarity on that decision. Um, I don't know if they just like someone went, someone posted it all, and then all the comments were like where's Taylor? And everyone's like, oh, fuck, we left her off. Like, oops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is she like playing, at the like, is she on the Olympic team for like hockey of some sort? I, I don't know what's going on, um, but it is interesting to me. And obviously it depends on positions play a huge part, obviously. But I think for someone who has played a lot of minutes this season um, for... You know her her age and her experience uh, to not be included is interesting. Um, yeah, um, uh, D- Dwyer is the other one that we did. We say Sophie Dwyer. Yes. Oh, okay. We did. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Here I am trying to correct you, when you said it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you because she had like an asterisk over her, didn't she? Because she's kind yeah, of like, she's potentially.
1: So, she's a, well, I think she she's been invited down to the to the actual camp. I
0: think,
2: yeah, I think she. That's
0: right. She was a camp in YT. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 So if she does really well and destroys them all, then she potentially <laughs> gets on the team. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what?
1: I think she will. So I, oh, when was it? Whenever they had a camp a couple a year or so ago, um, she went down as a training partner, and, a, and this was before she was in Giants, before anyone really knew anything about her. And I think everyone walked around away from that camp, like players included, saying, "Who the hell was that kid?" Yeah, like wow. he actually went down there and, and absolutely smoked them. I mean, yeah, wow. like not not necessarily smoked them, was amazing, better <laughs> than, but like absolutely killed it. She did an amazing job. So I'm surprised to not see her name in. No, probably not. Actually, I won't make that
0: comment. How, how much Sophie do I, yet, pay I you know. to say this?
1: <laughs> I like Sophie. Dwight. She's actually a nice kid as well. So. That's-
2: well, not only that, she's going to have a big free agency.
1: Yeah, well, oh, yeah. she can't. Well, somebody needs to go
2: from the from the giants. They both can't sit there because no. they both should be. But playing. also, vixens are like,
0: hey, we need a
2: goal. <laughs> mm. Or lightning, who knows? We'll will be interesting. <laughs> or lightning, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows?
0: <laughs> who knows? <laughs> or um, firebirds. Look, honestly, I think just looking at this development squad, I really like it. It's pretty is a, a lot of exciting young players there that are obviously going to get the opportunity to really like. I test their metal in the, in sort of camp and playing alongside one another. Um, I think, yeah, like I don't know. That's not there's not much else for me to say. Like I think these are all pretty standouts here. I'm, I'm curious to see. Like, I mean, the Sophie Dwyer sort of comment, I guess, abs about whether she actually does get the elevation in some capacity, just in case, because um, she has proven that she you know she actually has range as well. So if, you know, if, like the Ferns' defense wants to force it wide, she should be able to handle that pretty well.
2: So here's a question. Yeah. Um, We have the Constellation Cup. Um, There's also rumours apparently about England sending a team over and potentially having games against New Zealand and potentially Australia here. Um, If COVID craps all over that, which is a potential issue... um, I think what would be a really cool tournament would be diamonds twenty ones, because twenty ones the World Cup team they've literally had their World Cup cancelled. Yeah. Um. Australia A. I think we need to bring back the Australia A team, which would be all those players. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, men's.
0: Like basically, you're saying like an internal tournament. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. That's exciting. That's what it, that, that's, I think, as an, as an alternative, I think that's an incredibly, exciting, I mean, they should just do that in general, really. <laughs> like,
2: well, they should, I believe they should do that in general, but I think the, potentially the problem you've got is you've got the gaming, is it Cairns and Brisbane?
0: Oh, uh, yes.
2: If they sell out, because it's diamonds, like that stuff sells out um, and that stuff sells out quickly because it's the best of the best. Um, why wouldn't you throw that out there?
0: So, sorry, I was just trying to look at where this is. <laughs> I thought Abs was going to dive in and be like, I, I like, agree. agree. Well, I agree.
1: I agree. I thought it was rhetorical. I mean, all in agreement. So I yeah, think they yeah. need to get games in if they can. If, if if the games that they're planning cannot happen for whatever, well, not for whatever reason, for COVID reasons, then yeah, they need to get some games in. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, so you're, you're right. Like, So, Wednesday the 13th of October... At uh, the Brisbane Entertainment Centre, and then at uh, Cairns Convention Centre on Sunday the seventeenth of October, and then they'll be play out of New Zealand, which probably won't happen. Um, well, maybe who knows? Um- who wouldn't love to
2: see Eugene Lee like mm. against Diamonds and his crew? Like that'd be great. Mm. That's awesome. What a good idea! And then maybe Nick will get. Then when they they can pull Nick in.
0: Nick, what Nick? Who Nicholas Cage? Not me. Fuck no. <laughs> okay, oh, like that. Um, oh, but no. yeah, all right, cool. He'll be a training partner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd actually pay Nick for that. stand there. Funny. Stand there. We're going to call you traffic cone for the rest of the <laughs> Um All right, let's go. Let's move on to um, our SSN news, Well not news, but our discussion around the semi finals coming up tomorrow, um, which sees, and we're going to start with this one: the Giants and the Swifts. Uh, oh, they're not playing at home. They're playing at Nizzan Arena. So, yay, at Queensland. Um, <laughs> how, how do we reckon this one's going to fall out? Abs, we'll start with you. Obviously, um, the Swifts are technically playing away, but they're playing the minor Prems in the Giants. Congratulations to the Giants as well, which with a huge minor yeah. Premiership win and a huge win over the Fever last weekend as well. But Abs, how do you think this one shakes out?
1: Yeah, I think this will be close, which is exciting. And so it should be now that we're in finals. Um, i would love to see it go to extra time with the swims of, with the swift obviously becoming the winners at the end of the game but i think the giants will roll into this game feeling pretty confident everything that i've heard is that they're, they're pretty nervous you know they've got a relatively young team that haven't played in a final situation like this before especially in some key positions such as the sophie dwyers and the maddie hayes at wing attack like that's two very important players up there attacking and that have never played on a stage like this before and will potentially go into this game feeling quite nervous, whereas you look at the Swifts, and they've all done it before. They've played at this level, they've won a grand final, and they know exactly what to expect. So I think it'll be a good game, it'll be nice and tight, but the Swifts, because of their experience, will get across the line.
0: Yeah, that feels definitely... Like the the Swifts, obviously, given the fact that they're champions, they've they've been forged in the fire, really of having of, of having that run in two thousand and nineteen, and also the last couple of years of being like a formidable, well oiled machine. Um, yeah, I think the Giants. The fact that the Giants can be a little bit more prone to the, like the heartbeat sort of thing, where sometimes they peak really high and sometimes they dip really, really low. Yeah. Um, it'll be curious to see how they they manage that. Um, I think they did a phenomenal job against the Fever last week, but I think for me, looking at how the Swifts have been playing and I think Abz, you sort of summed it up I think probably last episode that we recorded the, the Swifts really are finding like a little bit more of it like a stability within the squad now that kind of I think a lot of the drama that between what was going like with Barani over in quarantine and then obviously all the teams moving and stuff they've got out of that I think both teams have actually gotten out of the funk really um, you know, I think you also brought up the fact that the Giants got their, got into their funk early on in the season, and they've hit their stride yeah. now. I think both teams have kind of hit their stride at the perfect time, so this one's going to be a very. I feel like it's going to be close. I don't think like it's going to be a blight. I think it could be razor. Thin. Yeah,
2: both of their games that they played um, this season have been relatively close. I think the two point shot is going to be big for Giants. Um, yeah, they shot forty three percent in round six um, and lost and then shot 56% and won in round 11. Yeah. So that's... It's it's pretty much what they do. Uh, to be fair, though, um, I definitely think in the last few rounds they've been a lot more measured in the fact that they haven't been going as hard, I think. Um, Giants. Yeah, you guys, pull them. yeah, Yeah. it's been a lot more measured. There's no mass amount of turnovers. But, um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm going Swifts. I think... Um, it will be interesting because i potentially see that swifts could go straight through to the final um and then giants i feel like they could potentially beat whoever goes
0: into the pre- if they like they get yeah. dipped to the prelims they went there win the prelims and it's a rematch yeah it's, Ab- it's going to be a giants swift abs if you let's say that you're on the scouting staff for the giants going into tomorrow's game what mm. what weaknesses do you Ooh. identify in the swifts
1: well, I think I think an extremely important matchup is going to be goal attack, goal defense for April on Helen. I think Helen hasn't had her best season this year, but mm. she turned up to play last week, and she yeah. I think had her best game of the season last 100%. weekend. Which is obviously she's peaked right at the right time. If it wasn't, you know, just a one off, and she's ready to play again tomorrow. So I think that's going to be super crucial. Um, I think. You know, I think normally you would probably say Sarah versus Joe Harton would be a big one, but I don't think that's gonna play too much of a impact in the game, to be honest, because I think the two of them get very frustrated very easily, like both of them. Mm. And they could potentially just nullify each other and it could it could come to a shootout between um, the two goal attacks. So oh... Yeah, so if I had to pick two positions that were really important that I'd be focusing on, particularly if I was the Giants looking at Swift or um, I'd be looking at Helen and I'd probably be looking at whoever's playing wing attack. I mean, sorry, centre. Because whoever plays centre has to play against Jamie Lee Price and Jamie is big, she's strong, and the Swifts don't have somebody like that.
0: Yeah. If...
1: Jamie could really do some damage through the middle. Whoever plays wing attack for the Swift Amy Parment fast, you can cover them with speed, so whoever plays there is going to have to play super smart. And whoever plays wing defence for the Swift will need to turn up and play because Maddie Hay has been having an excellent season, just going about her business unfazed by anything. So whoever, whether it's Lauren or Taylor, they need to actually turn up and have an excellent game.
0: Mm. So if you're if you're Julie Fitzgerald and you obviously have quite like you've got Sophie Dwyer who's like had a full season now to kind of relax into the role, what's like yeah. your, what's like your key message to that so they don't like not getting too ahead of themselves? Obviously minor premiership, it's like it's a huge win. They're coming off the back of beating a fever side that's really been formidable all season. But what's the message that yeah. you'd be sending to your players as they go into kind of I guess this is a this is a huge game, really huge,
1: especially as I said earlier for quite a few of them that have never been in a position like this before at this level. I, I think, and I'm sure that Julie's done this throughout the week, I think she probably would have had some of their um, ex-players that have played at a level like this before, like Kim Green and, and Pratt potentially have them have a conversation with the girls about you know how important their club is mm. and you know, where they've come from and how to handle this sort of situation. And if they haven't, I would suggest that that's something that will probably come in the coming weeks, but my from my point of view, if I was the coach, coaching Giants this weekend, I would just try and keep everything as same, same as usual. I've watched teams in the past, not necessarily at SSN level, but various levels from grassroots all the way through that have, they've made a final and everything's changed in the week leading up to that. They need to keep a routine and they need to keep everything as similar as possible. They can do that. They'll go into the game tomorrow, or if they have done that, they will go into the game tomorrow knowing exactly what they need to do, and they will run the same game plan that they ran last week against Fever, because the way you beat the Swiss is to hang on to the ball. There you go. So I guess I didn't really answer your question at all. Like, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what I would actually say to them in the change room beforehand, because when I usually have those conversations, they usually like I don't plan them. I just yeah. sort
0: of it is like come heat to of the, the moment. moment. Sort of thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think they're, they're the more authentic conversations you can have with your players and that's when you'll show you know, how much you actually care about them and what the team's achieving. And you know, Julie's been around for a very long time and she, she will know that. She's been very successful and her players obviously play for her and she'll know exactly what she needs to say to each and every one of them as an individual.
2: I think um the other thing that's crucial for Giants is Joe. Mm, as much as you yeah. said that matchup is not going to be like they're going to cancel each other out, totally agree. But I feel like a lot of it comes through Joe Harton and how she's feeling. If she's having a bad first quarter, it can kind of sink the Giants a bit. Yeah. So I think yeah. Julie really has to, you know, push Joe to really just go for it. Mm. Yeah, not
1: it. Because Joe, down. Joe, yeah, Joe and Sarah can cancel each other out, and Joe can still play well. And the way she does that is by getting Sophie into the game, and mm-hmm. she has been doing that in. Such, well, not not all the time, but she can do that when she gets up and about for Sophie. She's doing her job.
0: Yeah. I've just got this image of abs going into the halftime and just screaming "ball side" over and over again. <laughs> ball side,
1: I, ball side, yeah, ball side.
0: <laughs> ball side that is a
1: comment I sometimes use with my uh, under thirteen, but I haven't. I'm lucky enough I don't have to yell that too much at my at my twenty three. Hopefully, <laughs> he doesn't need to get
0: yell. On, ball side get on, get side. on, get <laughs> on. Um. Obviously, it just, and just before we go on to the, the Fever Lightning, just obviously um, April Brandly, um and Tilly McDonald are also in the team list for this as well, so they are actually uh, are okay, confirmed active good. and playing because um, they were out last week. So we're going to move on to the West Coast Fever uh, hosting, i saying quotes, um, the Sunshine Coast Lightning. Um, Steph Wood is an, a big in. Binnie, ha- uh, Binnie and Hunt is out. Um, Luke, I kind of want to get your thoughts on this one. Obviously, Steph Wood coming back is a huge, huge get for the Lightning, but mm-hmm. the Fever coming off a pretty pretty significant loss to the Giants in terms of just like ladder positioning and stuff. How are you feeling, I guess, for both of these teams?
2: Oh. um, Well, it's interesting because Sunny Coast beat Fever the last time they played, which Mm -hmm. is funny because when someone said that to me, I was like, Oh, fuck, did they? (laughs) I know that sounds funny, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, they did. And then I remembered the game. Remember it was in WA. Um, Remember they had that quarantine. They had to quarantine like the whole time they were there. They couldn't like leave and stuff. Um, Look, I I, I think... Look, it's interesting. Sunny Coast have the ability. They've clearly shown that this season by beating Fever. They can do it. Um, it really to me, it really just comes down to belief. If they believe they can do it, then they will. Um uh yeah. I mean <laughs> if you wanna you stay burn? Right now, <laughs> if you wanna stay in the competition, you're gonna have to beat fever at some stage. Yeah. Um They've obviously done it before um,
0: at home too. Like like you said, they did yeah. it at RAC, which is hu- which is a huge W. That's a big W. Yeah, I yeah.
2: I think obviously last game not having Steph, um, and then the game before that having having Steph injured. Um, it's not the best prep for them, but in the same token, it's kind of like good prep because I think the last game especially, um, Kara having to step up and hit super shots um you know like they didn't they didn't in my opinion they didn't play well um a was, few of the,
0: yeah the they the lightning get my stinky, it was scrappy. My stinky sticker for the yeah, yeah
2: it was scrappy but then they came back in the end and and pulled something together it was kind of like sticky tape together um you know, and made it made it work, which is kind of what they do, really. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, they kind of just make it work with whatever players they have and whatever system that they're going with that day. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think they can do it. And I think if you're Fever, you know that. And I think it'll be interesting because I feel like, um, yeah, I, I feel like... It really comes down to Steph Wood. I think Sherrion. it it always does, um, in my opinion, for this matchup because Francis is so physical. Sunday's having a great season and she's been really clean. Um, I think Kara Conan does quite well on Bruce. Um,
0: yeah I think Cara handles Bruce's physicality quite well and I think also like I think one of the things and we've seen it in the past as well with Fever wins over over the Lightning is that they do I don't want to say resort because for the most part they're just a, a very physical team and Oppositions don't sometimes manage it really, really well, and sometimes they don't. And also, I can also fall to the umpires not managing the game properly either, which we've seen in the past. And not, again, not just limited to the fever, it's all that, that, that also applies to other physical teams, right? I
2: think, I think it's interesting though, because as they move through the season, they sort of, adjust umpires and basically pick a group to move into finals and yeah. that sort of thing yeah um, I think fever will be more than aware that um, you know they have to be careful about how they approach it and and I think we saw that last last game um, that fever lost where Bruce, you know, at one point was taken off the court. Mm. Well, no, sorry. They pulled Sunday off and they put Bruce to goal defense. But I don't think... Did
0: they end up? Oh. There? Oh, I don't remember. Shit, that. yeah, I can't remember. Sorry. But
2: anyway, it, it, there were there was definitely problems in that defensive end. Um, and I, I think it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Mm. Um, but... Like, I'm gonna go sunny Coast because like hello um, but, um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if fever win too I, yeah. I think it's gonna be a really good game um well
0: I'm hoping it's a really good game I'm hoping it's not a, a blowout but I'm feeling a fever will win a, fee, a win for the Fever here I don't know if you would agree with that uh, abs I well based on <laughs> the
1: lightning season this year they usually have a shitty game and they have a fantastic game <laughs> yeah and considering the fact that they've just had a shitty game I'm I'm envisioning that they get up and they get a win.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I think that they're going to win.
1: I do. I honestly, I think that they will pull it out and they will get the job done. And I, I agree very much so about the car comment that you made. Um, she really had to step up last week. And I think she did a pretty serviceable job, cons- all things considered. 100%. You know, she, got, she got a lot of attention too. So she was pulling in ball and she was popping them in and, doing her job with her big smile on her face after she gets a knock or scores a goal which I love so having Steph back will obviously boost that confidence plus having Steph back is not just boosting confidence for Cara but it will boost confidence for the rest of the team too yeah. so uh, yeah I think they're going to win Wow, I think wow. the Lightning are going to win uh,
0: yeah. you know uh, you will eat crow when the West Coast Fever win
2: well, the interesting thing, I think in SSN history, it's usually the team that wins this matchup that wins the final. I think the only exception was Vixens last year. They usually got really one. Uh, yes. Because they got that weird break. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand. It yeah. Really, like I know this sounds stupid, but for final series, it should be three games per series just quietly I think. oh right yeah okay sure sure, sure three sure. game series and I think it should be one versus four two versus three okay yeah
0: well oh, Abs hates that idea
1: no I don't hate it just <laughs> think about it
0: yeah and I think <laughs> it should I, be three games I would
1: games. like to I would like to see a multiple series like multiple yeah. game series Because like, Can you imagine
2: how uh, I feel like from a coaching perspective of, you know, they put one brand of netball out. We always love to say brand. Um, You know, you put that out there, you review the tape, you come back the next game and, you know, it's another level. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's like advanced sort of scouting reports. I mean, that's why like it's... it's, I mean, we
2: do it for Constellation Cup and stuff like that. So, I just don't see why we couldn't do it for a final series. Yeah. And like, who doesn't want ticket revenue... I don't understand
0: I, uh, I mean it does make sense I guess but I'm also I would also be a little bit more cautious of like performance as well but I mean at the end of the day if you win if you're winning the three game series right it's because your performance is better right you're able to sustain yeah, like correct. a performance of three games so mm. I'd be curious to see how they do that though right because if it's a three game series you put it on in the midweeks because you may not get as many crowds to a midweek or it'd be interesting in terms of that structure and how that would approach that to be completely honest.
2: Oh, you could do a Thursday, Sunday. Yeah,
0: Thursday, Sunday. I like a f- Oh, actually, no, probably not a Friday because you'd be clashing with it. Well, how do they there. do it in the
1: basketball? What, in Australia?
0: every second day, don't they? Every second day for... Seri- yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Just, no, yeah. I
2: mean the Australian one, not NBA. Oh, okay.
0: Pretty sure. Well, I'm fairly sure it's week to week. I didn't watch the NBA. Yeah, all, see, let's so. do
2: week to week. Why not?
0: I mean, yeah, I mean... Extent- how
2: cool would that be? You'd get invested. I think I'd get so. invested. I think so,
0: I think so. And I, like, I, I mean, for for all intents and purposes talking from like a merch perspective as well you could like really promote like your Final your series. finals like your you know how like oh, yeah you know money like money for the you know, league Swift, Kelly you know, <laughs> you know hashtag Swift de- yeah, defeat but could or something mean,
2: how cool like. would it be if you had like Swift's t-shirts or West Coast Fever or even Lightning where it was oh, Lightning Gold lol but um like <laughs> the Suncorp Super Netball gold um, yeah yeah like you could have finals tees I know uh, Sunny Coast did have finals tees the year that they lost they lost yeah because yeah. there
0: was a strike thrice because they were looking to go yeah. yeah and they didn't that was when you wore that shirt i remember that i know i cursed you, it you cursed the franchise i so did yeah. I hide, you know and then they hired hey, you they're so in finals again eager,
2: eager.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um cool all right so we've got our tips so we've got all of us are going for the swifts tomorrow yes yeah yeah yep and then i've got the fever after because the games so the games so just so everyone knows on your schedule Tomorrow, at 1 p.m., the Giants are playing the Swifts, and then after that game at 3 p.m., the so, Fever are playing in the Lightning.
2: Where were you... So, like, Nick, like, where you were born, what is the closest team to
0: that area? The... Abs, what's closest to Penrith? Is it GW, oh, GWS no. or... Yeah, see, New South Wales. Damn. So, I'm a, technically should yeah. be a Giants when, fan. Wh-
2: when you have lived your life, where... Okay, so the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, there we go. Okay, we did it. <laughs> hey, look. We yeah. got that.
0: <laughs> um, well, I don't From see the roof, hey? <laughs> yeah. Damn Fucking yeah, on the... Yeah. I guess he's F- playing devil's advocate. Foot of the mountain here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm playing devil's advocate, but also, like, again, the fever, like, uh, point stocking aside... Um, are the top team in the league this season. So, you yeah. know, they, they, again, coming off a loss. We're talking aside. Um, well, they just the sal- boys talk, all right? Salary sure. cap thing. Enough, we're not going to go into it, all right? We've heard enough <laughs> of the fucking salary cap. Um, <laughs> cool, so 1pm for the Giants and the Swifts and 3pm for the Fever and the Lightning. I've got the Fever and both of you to have the Lightning in this one. Um, it's going to be a really, really exciting weekend for semi-finals, Nepal. But that will do us for this week. As always, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle. Come and chat with us and sharing all this other cool shit and Stuff Have we? I haven't really been sharing as much, <laughs> to be honest. I shared a really cool thing, actually, while we are recording, which was the West Coast. <laughs> okay, you know what, whatever. I shared a West, West Coast people were training in um uh, one of their dresses that was designed by a fan. It was really cool, oh, so cool. I shared that one. That was a very cool post. Um, And we've obviously um run Twitter as well. You can get us um, at BLT underscore 86 for Luke, at Bleakster, B-L-E-E-K-S-T-E-R for me, and at Abby underscore McCulloch. Um. Again, as we always say, Abs, will get back to you in three to five bu- uh, business days. Somebody,
1: somebody from the UK sent me a tweet on sometime this week wanting to do an interview about Olympics being in the, from the BBC maybe in the UK. Oh, oh. And then, by the time I got back to him, I said, uh, because he apologised. He got my email. He sent me an email. I got back to him and he was apologising about bombarding me on social media. And I wrote back saying, uh, I didn't even notice the bombardment because I don't really check my Twitter
2: very often. So. so good. Oh my god, we need to get you a manager.
1: I know. Te- come on, well, but I, mean, I didn't end up doing.
2: We're technically. Abs I
1: didn't managers. do the interview.
2: We're going to. So- You'll be the next commentator on Fox. Boom boom. Say yeah, it get me on, let's Say. Go.
0: Yeah, let's have a chat with Fox. Fox, if you're listening, abs. Yep. I'm great. Five ten percent. Forge ten percent. For, forge mm. through fire of the gold circle. Here. Yes. You know, this is huge So We'll get yeah. it done um, You can also get us on email the at gmail.com If you want to send us an old, an old cheeky email Honestly, if it. you can
2: put up with us Most weeks Then you could probably work Yeah, Yeah, it's like Putting up with like, Luke legit. and Like what on earth Could you have mm. you not heard Like you are ready for anything Because
0: like Luke and I Are the kind of people When we walk into the room In the post games and stuff It's like, oh, here we go These two Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah <legit. laughs> They're like, oh shit Richo's oh, like, sake.
2: oh god This guy again <laughs> Yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. great.
0: It's great. You know, we've got a we've got a great reputation within the league. So you know, um, thanks for dealing with us, Messers, um, and we appreciate it. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, that will do us for this week. Please enjoy your weekend. If if you get a chance, please grab some tickets to the games this weekend. I know it's fifty percent capacity. I don't know where the ticket sales are at, but if you can. Uh, go and watch some netball. Like it's sports back. We're very lucky to be able to go and see the sport, and it's not behind closed doors or anything like that. So if you get an opportunity, please go and watch the games. We will be there. So if you do see us, come and give us a oh shout. Oh my god, yes! Make sure you I identify us correctly. So <laughs> Luke is Luke, <laughs> and I am I am me. Abby won't be there, unfortunately. But <laughs> one day, abs, no, one day, Just abs
2: say, abs just go. say Nick. Like, let's. No, don't do that. That's so funny. No,
0: Luke, Luke's the the face of the show. I'm one. No? Yeah, yeah, no, Luke's the face. Uh, no. <laughs> Abs should be the face, actually. Yeah. Well, she owns us. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. So
2: (laughs) we work for her. Uh,
0: Shit. Anyway, enjoy your weekend. Uh, Enjoy your weekend's netball, everyone. Uh, And we'll catch you very soon.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.